Welcome back to Primetime Kansas City. On today's episode, we are going to go over the NBA Finals. The NBA is over. Nuggets win a ring. We'll try not to give Josh too much time with Michael Porter. Um, but yeah, we'll have to talk about that. Um, the Royals. Oh my God, it's bad. It's worse than bad. Uh, Denny Pasmantino was announced out for the season today. How bad is it about to get? Are we looking at like one of the top five worst records of all time? And where the hell do they go from here? That that will be a discussion, and I'm sure a lot of John Sherman uh, talk will come out of John's mouth. Uh, justify, justifiably so. Um, and, then, and a little bit of Eli Drinkwitz talk on a tangent. Just yeah, and we're that. definitely going to get into Mizzou sports as we get closer to the fall. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, that's we're, we've kind of hit the dead point, boys, where it's like there's no NBA, no NFL, not even and hockey. We're one like, of, we have one of the worst records in Major League history. And we're one of like the most historically worst seasons of all time right now for yeah, the Royals. It, if, if there's like a single bad thing about having Patrick Mahomes, it's that the time of year when NFL isn't happening is just honestly more bland, just all around. Uh, like I, I'm still consuming like the most pointless NFL content right now, and quite frankly, it's probably the best sports fix that I get right now. Uh, Up until this year, I always said February, uh, mid-February into early March is the worst period of sports, and I take it all back. I take it back after watching the Royals four or five times this year. The month of the month from what I guess now until August is the worst. So, so just because just baseball is uh, not Look, uh, not doing it for us at the moment. If they would be like at least like everyone's bitching and moaning about the Cardinals this year because they're twenty seven and forty two. If we were twenty seven and forty two, I would not be that upset. I would say that's an improvement, and I would actually be excited to talk yeah, about the Royals. They're like, this is bullshit. Burn it all down, and I'm like, buddy. But, I mean, they were expected to be a World Series favorite going into this year. So, I mean, they have a reason to be upset. Like, imagine if we were a World Series favorite and then we won 27 games. Like, I I think we would be calling for everyone's name. I mean, just to show, like, the Astros or the Athletics, who have admittedly been shit, started a sell the team chant last night. And they just passed us for second worst. We're We're the worst team in the league right now. Yeah, John Sherman's not going to sell it. Aren't they on like a six or seven game winning streak and we're on like the, an eight that, game losing yeah, streak? Yeah, the Athletics have won seven in a row as of this recording. The Royals have lost eight. The oh. Royals have yet to sweep anybody. Royals <laughs> have not swept a single team once this year. Uh, the last oh. time the Royals won a series was May, uh, I believe it was May 15th through the 17th versus the Padres. Which so is we're, insane to think about. It's a month. And it's a month since the they won a series. Like all year we won? No, it, or, that was like our third. <laughs> We won. A, we won. We won the Giants series. We beat them two out of three times. We beat That's the White right. Sox three out of four one time, and then yeah, again two been out of three. The A's. No, we lost two out of three to the A's. Yeah, and then oh, we lost God. two out of three to the Nationals. Yeah, I literally think we won three series this year. <laughs> it's it's either like three or four. It's so historically bad. And oh, I mean, we mathematically, all... we could only have won like five. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean. It's bad. I mean, I don't really know what to say. And then you get the news today that Pasquantino's out for the rest of the season with There's a torn labrum. To look forward to. Well, it's just like, first of all, question: um, What the fuck does the Pasquatch guy do for the rest of the year? Like his job is done. <laughs> I don't even know who that is because I don't watch the games. Have you, have you not <laughs> been to a game? 
No. <laughs> Fair this weather is good thing about the Royals too. I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. When Pasquantino would get on base or do something good, he would come out on top of like the Royals Hall of Fame and like just be in a fucking Sasquatch outfit and just what walk around. What if that's Slugger? Huh? What if it's just Slugger? No, no it's not. Well, where do you think Slugger is? I don't think he's taking. Yeah, a it's not Slugger. Long. It's just yeah. two different people. I, well, but, one guy just got laid off for the year. <laughs> Yeah, now the guy's like, shit, I don't know what to do. Uh, so that guy's job is gone. Um, yeah, it's bad. I mean, that this team is atrocious. It's actually, I can say this wholeheartedly, I watch the majority of their games. It's the worst sports team I think I've ever watched. And I'm I'm counting, like, the 0-16 Browns in that. I think this is worse. Yeah, I think that's compl- – I mean, it's uh... – I think it's a little more gratuitous, too, because with the Browns, you can kind of just like when your NFL team's bad, it can just be like, all right, out of sight, out of mind. They're only on for three hours a week. You know, if you have the run scoring notifications on for the Royals, <laughs> it's just a constant reminder of just how terrible they are. That's gets, why I don't watch it, it because I see those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just really nothing to watch. And it's not like. Um, these young guys that we spent a lot of time getting excited for showing us anything, I think largely outside of Pasquantino and a little bit of Nick Prado, they've all underperformed. Um, so there's nothing going. I mean, a lot of times when you're shit, there's a couple of young guys that it says, okay, we can at least look at, you know, the foundation of our new team. And I'm not saying that, you know, there isn't a window for these guys at some point, but none of them are inspiring confidence in me that, Hey, maybe there's a couple future all-stars in there. And, that's usually the silver lining you need when your team is this bad results wise. And yeah, there's nothing getting me to turn on the TV and there's really nothing getting most people in Kansas city to turn on the TV, let alone go out to the ballpark. I'm going out on a limb was Monday. The biggest crowd we had because Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey were in attendance. And I'm not even trying to be funny. Well, you always have opening day. So I still think we might've beat it, but still that's what you can't beat a sellout, but okay. Oh, um, we had a sellout I, opening day? Yeah. I believe so. Okay, well then. Yeah, we did. Holy shit, that's shocking. I mean, Not we really. remember, we thought we were going to at least, like, you know, we didn't expect the Royals to be playoff contenders we, this year. We right? did but think we, they were going to be, like, contenders. Not contenders, like, no. uh, not contenders, no. play, like, fighting for the last playoff spot. Like, going no. into August, we no. might, I, people I, thought I, they no, might have been chance. Nobody thought that. Nobody thought but, Only, like, but, the most delusional dumbasses thought that. And the best case scenario was winning like seventy five games. There, yeah. there was yeah. no like anybody that was stupid enough to be like, oh no, they we might, might not even win half play. of those games. We we're might not win. I, we're not even gonna win fifty. Like I'm we're saying, not even we might win. not even win thirty seven games. Like it's going to be when you think about it, they're gonna blow this shit up. I mean, they're gonna trade Barlow, Chapman, probably Stamont. Also, um, you know, I don't know. So think about that. They're going to trade these fucks. Probably Taylor Clark as well. Like, they're going to trade the few good players they do have. It's going to get worse. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I will say is we do say this every year, and then the August-September Royals are like... I don't think we have it this year. I'm going to be honest. I looked at the August and September schedule, and I, I don't think... I think they have accidentally not been able to... Like, this is this is August, and this is some of these teams aren't playing great right now, but this is August through September. Mets, Phillies, Red Sox, Cardinals, you know, they're not playing that well. Mariners, fucking hell, hit on a pop-up ad. Again, okay. Um, at the Cubs, at the Athletics, at the Mariners, 
Pirates, that's not terrible, I guess. September might have been what I was talking about. We finish with at Toronto, at the White Sox, Astros, Guardians, at the Astros, at Detroit Yankees. I don't think they're doing their yeah. regular. I don't think they're doing their regular fucking, oh, we're going to play well in August. I don't think so. Like, I think this is going to go down as one of the worst baseball teams to ever play, ever, in the history of the sport. I also I, I saw think, something that someone said for the All-Star game. I don't I don't think a single player on this team deserves an All-Star spot, especially if you trade Salvi. Like I I mean who, who would we Chapman, send? Well, yeah, but he'll probably I hope, be I hope Wallace Chapman's not here by the fucking yeah. uh, Oh, he yeah. will. He, we're not trading any of these guys until January or July 31st. You have to remember who they, we are. They fucking better because I don't see Taylor Clark's value going any higher than it is right now. The guy's been <laughs> pitching very well this like i i don't I mean a lot of these guys value it can only get worse at this point then that you know they, they will probably wait for the majority of these guys till july 31st but it's just like what do you really do like you don't want to have one of these guys the worst thing that could possibly happen is like a role as chapman gets like an arm injury well isn't he out for six out. weeks with an arm injury no i don't know where the hell you saw that at uh but Has no he been Aroldis- yeah, Araldis has been pitching. He he pitched the other night. So the worst record of all time is the Cleveland Spiders. They went twenty and one hundred and thirty-four. I don't think we're that. bad enough to do that. Um, <laughs> twenty and one hundred thirty-four. That was in eighteen ninety-nine. Granted. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. The uh, <laughs> okay, and right now, right now, the Royals have the twelfth worst record of all time. That's what they're <laughs> for. I'm literally seeing that right now. It, I'm on no. this. I think we're on the same website. We're right. Well, by below, worst per, winning percentages. That's we're what right I was below the Louisville up. Colonels, who went 35 and 96. We're then, then it's Let's us. Put it then, here. I got a good way to put it in perspective. It's terrible. There is only two post World War II teams ahead of us. That is the <laughs> best way to put this into perspective. Yeah, yeah. Because well, because back then you had one bad pitcher and that was your whole thing. They were they were running guys' arms and no. The there was only two post World War II teams. The 1962 Mets and the 2003 Tigers. J.J. Piccolo. Lonnie Goldberg is the worst. That's the guy who they have to get out of the fucking organization. Dog piss scout. But all of them should feel so ashamed of this product. I know they don't. I know they probably don't. They're not giving a shit. And they're just focused on the new stadium and making revenue. But holy shit, this is so embarrassing. Like, this is... There's being bad. And the Royals have been bad. I mean... Since 2018, they have been a really bad team. But this is like, they're going to be a trivia question in like 100 years bad. Yeah, yeah. And you know what, man? It's uh, the thing that's the funniest about it is we hired Dayton Moore's right-hand man. And I got to say, I'm not saying that he had to turn the team around in one go. But everything he did this offseason outside of Araldus Chapman, who ironically is the one guy that we bitched about us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just been a... Freaking dumpster oh. fire. We, we, uh, I mean, I feel like it's it's just we have to talk about the Jordan Lyles shit. How, There's nothing yeah, more to talk about. Listen. We repeat this every single time. It's the same how, story. It's the same oh, stat. How he has lost his – we have lost his first 14 starts. He's 0-11. We, Honestly, you know we I lost. say we keep it going because no one's ever done that. No. I saw something that said we've lost every run, every single one of his starts by at least two runs. 
My the God. Fuck? Is that the guy you spent? That is the guy they spent the most money on this offseason. That's who it was. Was fucking Jordan Lyles. And guess what? He's under contract next year, too. Yeah. Oof. It's so yeah, bad. Man. It's like, I, I kind of wanted to be positive about it. I kind of wanted to be like, you know what? You know, I kind of drank the Kool-Aid. It's like, he could probably eat some innings, you know, whatever it may be. But no, this this is off from Twitter. It says, Jordan Lyles is the first pitcher to have an 0-11 record since Anthony Young started the 1993 season 0-13. Like, when I say this is historically bad, and what pisses me off the most, and I kind of started to see it shifting a little bit, is... All year long, it was just like, the athletics are fucking terrible. They're one of the worst teams ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nobody shit on us. And I was like, please, we need to get this out there. Because only people in Kansas City understand how bad this is. The casual MLB fan has no idea the Royals stink this bad. So now that the athletics have caught us, I hope that guys like Jeff Passan, Buster Olney, all these fucks just start ripping us to shreds. Oh, we're getting roasted. I hope it's so bad because it's the only way anything's gonna fucking change. Yeah, yep. I mean, I I don't I don't think it's gonna change anytime soon because the biggest problem is our situation is deeply ingrained in our organization at the moment. Our farm system usually when you're this bad, you've got a top ten farm yeah. system. The Royals don't. Um, so but you don't even so they have like a bottom five. Yeah, it's not like the bad decision-making stopped in 2018, right? Everything we did at the lower levels through our championship runs was clearly a massive disaster. But we didn't just start magically turning that around once the rebuild started. Um, We've got about 10 years of incompetence to make up for right here. Um, It's going to take some time, man. And And it goes before 2018 because of how bad they drafted. That's that's exactly what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's where the bad decision-making happened was when Bubba we Sterling, were Sterling, Kyle Zimmer, yeah. Hunter Dozier, Ash Russell, uh-huh. fucking, um, you know, Finnegan is worth it in hindsight. But in, not even he turned out to be a good major no, league player. He was player. a bad pick. We just got he, lucky for a little bit. Hey, yeah, don't we talk just, shit on Brandon Finnegan. Hey, you know what, Josh? <laughs> you know what, Josh? I know he's a monarch, but he didn't work out at the professional level, and that's okay. No, um, 2016, around. don't even know if we had a pick. Like, you go – and actually – you start in 17, things start getting a little better because you took Prado in 17. You know, 18 has not worked out, but you took Singer, Bubich, Lynch, Kowar. You know, those guys didn't really work out, but there's still some chance. 19, you got Bobby Witt and Vinny. So, like, recently it hasn't been as bad as it was, but, man, it was so bad for so long that it's just going to... And also, on top of it, the guys they did trade, like Kelvin Herrera and the, Mike Moustakis and those types of guys... Got no value back, like zero value in return for those types of guys. The only guy that they've gotten in return for any of those guys is Darion Blanco, who's a 30-year-old that just got called up. Yeah, so, yep. yeah man, I mean, like, I know it's nothing to do. I know people know the Royals are shit. I know people, you know, unfortunately, there's still some people on Twitter that are positive about the the direction of the organization. The it, I don't know how you can be, but... Yeah, it's really, really bad, and I'm I'm sad because if they were even just a little bit competent, I would I'd be happy with this season. wasn't like we were expecting much. Yeah, nope. I mean, guys, why are we talking? We this is just gonna be a repeating thing, like. Or I can't say podcast. I mean, it's what we have to do. 
Um, we have to get. We have to talk about the Royals. In what the if we, we spun get... a wheel? No. Uh, no. We're, we're, gonna, we're staying with guys, these losers. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to bring back start bench cut episodes. We're gonna have to bring back guess that player episodes. <laughs> like this is the sports are just as good as March twenty fifth, twenty twenty. Like, it, yeah, man, we are in, well. We are in a load of trouble, guys. Well, let's like, talk a little bit. Well, NBA offseason is always entertaining, so we'll have that. But let's talk about the finals. Whatever. The Nuggets will beat the Heat in five. The Nuggets finished the postseason going 16-4. and four, One of the more dominant runs I think we've seen out of a championship team. And kind of the scary thing about Denver is Jokic is 28, Murray's 26, and MPJ is 24. I'll, I'll ask this because I've seen this being thrown out a lot. Do you think the Denver Nuggets have a potential dynasty brewing? No. No, there's just no way. The NBA is just so... I feel like there's too many teams loaded where we have a few teams that are really good right now. I, th- I think we all think about the Bucks. They've won it before. The Suns, if they get James Harden, I know there's rumors. They're a, di- they're a super team. And I'm not saying the Nuggets aren't good. I just think we have too many good teams right now for the Nuggets to like realistically see a dynasty run. I like, but who? But who in the NBA right well, now? I, and I know. I, okay, go I'm ahead, gonna Josh. Firm, sorry, I'll, go I'm going to go ahead here. I'm going to firmly disagree with Josh. I really do think the Nuggets have a wonderful chance of repeating here. Um, I think they really kind of walked over everyone this year. No one really held a candle to them. Um, I would agree. And look, I mean, we talked about the Bucks and all of this, but they got walked by the Heat, who got walked by the Nuggets. Um, it's there was a stark difference in the quality of the Denver Nuggets. I mean, you've got a team where Michael Porter Jr. is their fourth best player, okay? They've got, like, the Christian Brown ended up being a fantastic pick for them, as much as I can't stand the guy. Um, it's just difficult for me to see a team loading up unless maybe somebody forms a, a big super team. Um, I saw the question on first take today. They asked if Mahomes or Jokic had a better chance of repeating. I, as much as I love Patrick Ooh. Mahomes, like I'm inclined to answer Nikola oh, Jokic. I would answer Jokic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Here's the thing with Denver that I was thinking about earlier today is, and when you make that comparison, because the AFC is loaded, right, with a bunch of young quarterbacks. Yeah. But, yeah. but the yeah. West, while there are in Josh, I'll say this, the Kings are one of the few teams that are, are not in this category I'm about to go over. But the West has a lot of aging, injury-prone teams that have been, you know, yeah, that, Golden State, the, the Lakers. Fucking wood, Jesus. Well, I'm saying your old, guys aren't yeah, old. old. Yeah, we're not you, old. I'll, you don't have old players. Old yeah, players, when they get hurt, take longer to recover. And the Lakers sure. are old. Even though Anthony Davis is only 30, that's an old 30 because he gets hurt every The Clippers time. are old. The Clippers are getting up there. The Suns, Kevin Durant's up there. Like, you know, and even if they bring back Chris Paul, which I've seen, you know, they're maybe not. they will. They're, they're, they wait. I don't him. think they're going to. And they did wait get him, rid of Aiton, too. I'm just, it, yeah, like, and even if Harden goes there, he's old. Like, he's not what he once was. Yep. So, so you're looking at it, and if you want to look at the youth in the West, you go Denver, the Kings, the Thunder, who I think are still probably a season away from being a serious contender, uh, yeah. and then, like, yeah, I guess you throw in Dallas with Luca, right? I, I will say this: the, the Kings are the Kings are getting rid of probably are probably going to get rid or let one of their oldest players walk. I fucking hope so. With well, Harrison, Harrison Barnes, Barnes. Yeah. just find someone else in the free agency market because I think we have a chance to. I, I hate. I'm 
This is going to backfire on me so much. I already know. I think we have a chance to compete with the Nuggets. I think it, I think a Kings Nuggets Western Conference Finals is a perfectly reasonable outcome. Um, and Jackson, to further your con- your comparison to the NFL, there's not an Eagles in the NFC in this analogy either. Like there's not, really. not a there's not a powerhouse team that you're looking at and saying, okay, they're they're a threat to our you know title defense. Especially with uh, the Grizzlies I mean, and John Morant getting suspended here for a while. If we had to guess, even if he didn't get suspended, does anybody take the Grizzlies seriously after nope, nope, this and, past look, season? I've made a lot of terrible NBA takes this year, but I one thing I said is that the Grizzlies were a patent first round exit because they were like bottom ten in the league in all the half court stats. They were just a transition team largely. Um, and yeah, it, 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 it was bad. I mean, the Lakers were a fine team, but they're not anything great. And they really made pretty easy work of them, even with John Morant back. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I think the Nuggets have a fantastic chance. Like we said, you, you really want to have someone that you have to look across the aisle to, uh, if you're talking about dethroning them. And the best thing you've got is the Milwaukee Bucks, who frankly, I'm just not that afraid of at the moment if I'm the Denver Nuggets. I mean, I would have to agree with that. And I think a team that people aren't really thinking about, which I might just be stupid here. Call me crazy. I think the Cleveland Cavaliers have a really good chance of being good. Being good, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing I think Denver just did. I think Golden State made the NBA a small ball league. What had traditionally been a big body, lengthy league, Golden State kind of transitioned into the small ball era. I think Denver has the capability of playing small ball, but they have definitely shifted it back towards, like, you've got to be lengthy. When you watch this Heat and Nuggets series, the Nuggets were just bigger. Every game, the only chance the Heat had to win any of those games was to shoot lights out from the you know perimeter. They weren't going to win inside. And that's basically what happened every series, except for the Lakers, who were big enough to score. You know, ironically... The team who gave Denver the most trouble from an offensive standpoint was the Lakers, which was kind of funny because the Lakers had one of the worst offenses in the NBA this regular season. So I think you you look at it, and it's like you're going to have to get bodies to match up with Jokic and uh, MPJ and all these guys. And not to mention Aaron Gordon. What a fantastic role he played and what a fantastic player he is. You don't just go out on the street and find a guy like that. He is insanely valuable only 27 like 6 8 and, made of complete muscle like it's just that that team is put together so so well and, and it doesn't what well, I didn't even mention Jamal Murray so yeah, I, I do yeah. I do think they can be a dynasty it's hard to do but I don't think the west is as good as it look the west is looking weaker than it has in a long time the openings are finally getting there in the west and I don't know if anybody's good enough any of these young teams, unless the Kings make a significant move, are good enough to top the Nuggets next year. Yeah, and I really just think, okay, because the next point I have is take a look at who's going to be a free agent. It's really going to be difficult for a team to overtake the Nuggets this offseason by not taking a fuck-them-picks L.A. Rams approach. Yeah. Um, Because, look, the best guys on the market, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Kyrie Irving who is probably going to get extended, uh, D'Angelo Russell, Draymond Green. None of these guys are guys that I think can take a team to the next level. Um, it's uh, 
or not to the level needed to beat the Nuggets, rather. Um, yeah. It's, it, I, feel like I, it's I will say this. Someone... Sorry, what were you going to say? I, I was just going to say, I think it would take someone selling their future or an injury to the Nuggets for us to not be saying they're going to walk it to the next championship come playoff time next year. Let, let me ask you this. If the Heat were to take a guy like Hero, maybe other role players and picks, and go get Lillard, do you think Miami would have been good enough to win that series? I mean, I think they would have been good enough to take it 6-7 and be convincing, but I still think the Nuggets win it, I think, in that situation. Which is crazy. You're talking about adding a top-five point guard to the team that won the East, and you still don't think you could beat Denver. And the thing we have talked about with the Heat, too, is even in a couple games in the NBA Finals and for the large part of the playoffs leading up, unprecedented shooting numbers for a team that wasn't really an offensive no, juggernaut in the regular terrible. season. They were terrible I mean, at shooting. They were putting up like 46% three-point percentage across a series or something like that. Um, so it required them playing, bursting through their ceiling, like yeah, in a, in a pretty unbelievable fashion. Even for them to win one game against the Nuggets. Um, yeah, and I mean, I know they kept it close in game five, but Man, I just think the Denver Nuggets are such a dangerous team. But between between the quality that Nikola Jokic brings, I mean, I'm serious. I think you got to put him top twenty all time. Already. I do too. I do too. Right top twenty I all do time. Too. To be quite honest, I've got him above Dirk. I've got him above Carl yeah. Malone. I've got him above yeah. Duncan. I think he's that good, man. Okay, that I was with you for a little bit. No, no, Duncan's I'm a little he's crazy. Got, he's got the two MVPs under his belt already. Okay, he, you're talking he about a guy who's five and five championships yeah Let's but, but the thing down. about tim duncan that we're that we're not just gonna that we're revisionist historying with him is he was never the best player in the nba but he was an mvp a couple of times but he was never actually the best player in the nba um and nikola Jokic at the moment is clearly the best player in the nba there's not really a conversation there's not a criticism to make a year ago someone would have told me he, he jogs on defense or whatever and i'd say all right um, but I mean, I was still an advocate for him to be an MVP this year. Oh, I think that was completely that was a robbery. And I think, I honestly think a lot of people got exposed from that one. Um, cause it's just like, I don't know. I, I think it's right in front of you, man. And I, uh, I, I think he, we're seeing an all time great in the making right here. He is such yeah, a fun yeah. player to watch and he brings dynamic, uh, aspects back to basketball as well, which I think like, you know, not just chucking threes. And I think people should appreciate that. I'm looking at the uh, NBA free agent uh, tracker, and I'm just looking at. I know we bring the Kings up, and I'm a Kings fan, but I truly agree with you guys how like the Kings are one of the younger teams in the NBA that could compete with the not compete with the Nuggets, but could be on a level of like they've got to go get someone yeah. though. And, I, and I'm looking at who they got. I think you can get rid of Harrison Barnes, bring in Jeremy Grant. I think, in my opinion, I truly think that's an upgrade, and I think someone that would be really good coming off the bench or someone that you can maybe even run a bigger lineup with is Christian Wood. I think that would be a bad idea because obviously the Kings, when it comes to me watching their games a lot, it just felt like after Sabonis, there wasn't just, there wasn't that many uh, people going for boards. Like after Sabonis, I believe our next starter uh, was Keegan Murray averaging 4.6 boards per game. Look, so, I think the thing is it's, we see this when, I, Golden State made, you know, that incredible super team. It was all about shooting, and it was all about, you know, being out past the three-point line and guard play. 
And what did you see? Houston completely copied it, trying to beat them. They brought in guys like Trevor Ariza, Eric Gordon. They brought in so many shooters to surround Harden and Chris Paul with. And they kind of just were like, all right, we're going to have to do this to beat you. We can't beat you any other way. I think that's exactly what teams are going to have to do in the West and, and, and just in general in the NBA. It's like, hey, we can't beat this team with guards. Like, as good as De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk may play and whoever else on the Kings, they're going to need big bodies, like you're saying. That goes for the Thunder. That goes for all the teams. That, well, the you Thunder, know, I'm telling you, could and probably will make – I'm going to say this. This is going to be a hot-ass take. Uh, I think the Thunder go. make an NBA Finals in the next five years. Yeah, that's okay. possible. Wasn't as crazy as I thought you were about to say. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, say? I'm not going to say it's like a good take, but I'm also not going to say you're insane for it. There's a lot of things that can happen over five years. I, I was, the biggest thing I was about to say happen, the next three years, not, but I was like five. I'm sorry to say this, John. The biggest thing that could happen is the Clippers blow it up and the Thunder have those picks. Yeah. And so you're talking about the Thunder getting all – they already have a good core, and you're talking about them getting even better draft capital – if the Clippers decide to blow it up with Kawhi and PG. And I think the Clippers realize that, I mean, so they're sure. not going to do that. Sure. I, I don't know what's going to happen with that. I think the Clippers are definitely not going to blow it up. I think the Clippers have already sunk enough into this that they're going to I'm not saying this, this year, out. necessarily. I'm saying yeah, I mean, in the next few I mean, years. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that was going to happen anyway, right? I mean, Kawhi and PG are both aging, injury-prone superstars, right? They're, yeah. They're, I think we're one one maybe two years away from not even you know touching any hope that those guys will be able to have a big performance in the playoffs because they're just gonna be gone they've got the clippers written all over them um so yeah i that is why i am personally an advocate for paul george and whatever the blazers want for that scoot henderson pick give it to me (laughs) you don't want brandon miller I think Brandon no, Miller's going to be a bust. Why would I want Brandon Miller? The he- the hell? Yeah. Then you I want better, the, the you guy better, involved in a murder. Fuck, fuck yeah. the Blazers pick, then. You better go get the Hornets pick at number two because they no, might Brandon, take No, Brandon Miller's no, going too. I'm seeing Hornets what? are taking Brandon Miller. Yeah, Brandon we'll Miller's see. going too. There's so much smoke show, smoke screen bullshit around drafts. There yeah. is. There is. There is. Absolutely. You'll never know. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. there was a while where people thought the Panthers were going to take Stroud this year. So, oh yeah. yeah, huge! That was a big one. Like he, Stroud was the betting favorite up until a couple right. weeks. Yep, yep, yep. So, um, okay. Well, uh, last episode, I started a series I'm doing this summer where I'm oh, ranking yeah. the top 40 quarterbacks in the NFL, in my opinion, uh, and we're doing a section each week or each episode that we do. So, for a refresher and for John, um, here's, I'm not going to explain these. I already explained these on the last episode. If you want me to go hear about it, go listen. But here's 40 through, I think I did 40, 31, right? Yeah. 40, Sam Howe. 39, Desmond Ritter. 38, Zach Wilson. 37, Davis Mills. 36, Carson Wentz. 35, Taylor Heineke. 34, Sam Darnold. 33, Will Levis. 32, Anthony Richardson. And 31, Trey Lance. Okay. Now that I'm we're going to go ahead and tell those... you, man, there was, there was nothing all that crazy about that list until you put Heineke ahead of those five other guys. What the hell? Heineke uh, above Carson Wentz? Heineke at 35 above, I mean, above even Zach Wilson, man. I don't know. You think Zach Wilson's better no, than Taylor No, shut Heineke? up. Shut up. Dude, yeah, I genuinely do. Taylor Heineke is 
absolute crap sack, man. I mean, they benched him for Carson Wentz, and, like, it really wasn't even that bad a decision. And Carson Wentz is shit. Um, the, the other thing about it is, now this is purely from a statistical basis. I'm not going to act like I watched more than highlights of football team games this year or commanders games, but Ed, you know how Patrick Mahomes is in the top right corner of, like, every graph ever? Uh, Taylor Heineke is always bottom left, like, without fail. Check the bottom left. It will be Taylor Heineke. Um, yeah, yeah. He, I don't know, man. I, I think he's pretty terrible. I didn't think we'd get in that big of a fight over number 35. No, no, no. It wasn't a fight. Sorry. I just wanted to make a point about how bad Heineke is. It's the 30. bottom of the list. It, we're, we're doing 30 hair. through 21 today. Yep, yep. 30, CJ This Stroud. is honestly the, the most interesting group because I think from 20 to one, I think you can obviously have a case for all of them. 30. CJ Stroud. I have no idea what <laughs> he's going to look like. I like him out of college. I'll give him 30. 29. Bryce Young. Same exact thing as Stroud. I just like him a tick better. Now, we are out of rookies. There are no more rookies. Everybody left on the list has played. 28. Andy Dalton. He's not special. He probably falls after this year even further, but he's a good spot starter. I expect him to start a few games in Carolina this year. He's a good bridge quarterback to have when you have a rookie quarterback. All righty. 27, Baker Mayfield. Uh, All right. Weird roller coaster it's been for Baker. He's in Tampa now. Uh, This is truly his last chance. I've always rooted for the guy, but... I don't have high hopes this year. 26, yep. Brock Purdy. This is an interesting one. I think that's one. pretty good. This is the third 49ers quarterback I have on the list. The highest one I have. Um, what the hell do you make of this kid? Like, comes in last year. Everyone thinks the 49ers are doomed because Garoppolo and Lance have both gone down. And then, boom, this guy shows up and wins every game up until the NFC Championship game where he blows out his arm. But now I'm seeing things that saying he could be ready for week one. So we'll have to see in San Francisco. Dude, he's going to be ready a, for training camp. I've been telling you this. It would be hard for San Francisco not to start him. I I, mean, I know Trey Lance, they have so much invested in. It would be hard for them not to start Brock Purdy week they, one. They do have a little three-way QB battle going on there. Because, I mean, I'm not saying that Brock Purdy's terrible. But what I am saying is that I think there's a lot of quarterbacks that when given a training camp will look really damn good playing for the 49ers. Um, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan may just say Sam Darnold's the best. I'm, he might. It wouldn't be, wouldn't be the starter, but I think he could be uh, on call because you also know their quarterbacks have a tendency to get injured. Yeah. Um, okay, this one's probably going to stir a debate here. 25, Jordan Love. Uh, this was a no, hard I one. Think that's- this was a hard one to rank. I don't. We don't really know much about him. I do feel like him sitting behind Aaron for three years is beneficial. Um, he's got talent. It's just going to be a. We're going to have to see. I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is a little optimistic, but I liked what I saw out of him last year when he had to come in and play versus the Eagles. Uh, you know, people are going to shit on him for that game he had versus Kansas City. As much as like, yeah, he didn't play well. That was a terrible game plan because the Chiefs just blitzed the shit out of him every single play, and Green Bay just was like, well, figure it out. Like, yeah, yeah. Green Bay literally could have just been like, throw a check down. Like, he yeah. that game was 
so bizarre because he was getting blitzed and he was looking for like post routes and shit. Yeah, and they were like they did like it was a, quite, quite eye opening. They did like an Aaron Rodgers game plan for Jordan Love. It didn't uh, really work. I don't know which one of you said this, but the Jets' offensive coordinator is Nathaniel Hackett, and he is nothing but unadulterated shit. I will take that to my grave. <laughs> All right, twenty four. This is a guy I have high hopes for this year. Kenny Pickett. I like Kenny. Um, he's obviously got some shit to prove. He's shown more than Jordan Love. Pittsburgh's got a good offense. George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, uh, Pat, Pat Fryermuth, decent <laughs> O-line, Najee Harris. So I, I feel like Pittsburgh, If you know, the AFC is loaded, but Pittsburgh's one of those teams that it's just a pain in the ass. You don't want to play them. They're not anything special, but they're never going to be bad. And so I like Kenny here. I actually think Kenny has potential to shoot up this list throughout the year. Mm-hmm. 23. Possible. Guy I don't really like, but, you know, I give it to him Mac Jones at number 23. Um, had an impressive rookie season. You know, physical limitations are there. He's slow as hell. You're never going to get him moving outside the pocket. But, I mean, you did see some good things his rookie year. Let's be fair, New England hasn't given him much to work with, and last year gave him Matt Patricia as his offensive coordinator. So, I'm you know, I'm not a huge Mac Jones guy, but he's competent, and within the right system, he can definitely be a productive quarterback. My Matt, Mac Jones take is he is not noticeably better than Bailey Zapster. Bailey Zap, yeah. Zap is an interesting one. You know Zap holds the record for most touchdowns in a season in D1? Huh. Who did he go? Where did he go to school? Western Nevada. Oh, did he go? West? That's right. He did go to Western Kentucky. Yeah, Bailey Zapp. Yeah, that was... Look, they're not going to put up with Mac Jones. Belichick will not put up with Mac Jones shit much longer. So, we'll see how that goes. 22. What a stupid pick. 22. Jimmy Garoppolo. This one's tough. Um, He gets hurt all the time. Is he propped up this list a little bit by Shanahan? Probably... But, you know, he's he decent. Was, he was spending less time in the weight room away from winning a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, literally. If he if he just would have done, like, two less bench press reps uh, yeah. the week before, he would probably win the Super Bowl. But uh, I digress. Thank God he didn't. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he hasn't passed his physical yet. So he's technically he still has to do that. Um, or he won't be a Raider. That would be generational taking, tanking to get Caleb Williams uh, but does he he'll... does he have free sex for life? Yeah, he was offered it. He was offered. Maybe he has to pass the physical for that. Yeah, yeah. Like if he walks up, are they going to be like, "Whoa, buddy"? Yeah, like you don't get you to. He's still a question mark. Yeah, like we got to have all of our everyone we offer free sex for life has to pass a physical first, and he's gonna he's gonna have to take care of that. I mean, porn star Jimmy, we've seen him out in about. You know, we'll have to see. Uh, Okay, it's unbelievable that Stephen A. Smith is allowed to say that on, like, <laughs> television with, like, eight-year-olds watching. Like, who knows if he is and even if he gets call fine. him porn star Jimmy? When, when third graders are talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, do, do they talk about him like they call him porn star Jimmy? If I was in elementary school, I definitely would have been calling him porn star Jimmy. Like, that would have been just like, saying. like, you hear that and you're like, that's funny. And you're like, you probably don't even know. Half the kids don't even know what it means. The few kids that do know what it means are like explaining it. It's even a Smith. Honestly, I gotta respect him for pushing the boundaries. Like it's not, 
it's not <laughs> gratuitous, but it's just surprising that a channel owned by Disney lets them say that. Well, like even like Twitch and YouTube, you can't say it. I don't think like people. I've seen people like navigating it. They'll say like corn star. Like I don't even know. Like it might get you like demonetized. Like you... is Apple Podcast going to take us down for this? Yeah, can we not say corn star, Jimmy? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm, I'm sure much worse has been said on this platform. Um, oh, our God. last quarterback of the day before we go into the top twenty. So I pissed Josh off a little bit. Number twenty-one, Justin Fields. That's honestly fine. I think that's fine. We have to slow the fuck down with this guy. I have seen so much on social media about how good this guy is and how, you know, DJ Moore is going to have the, you know, like what Stephon Diggs was to Josh Allen's career is what DJ Moore will be to this guy's. Can we just time the fuck out for a second before we lose our heads? This guy has been a dog shit passer his first two years in the league. Yes, he's exciting. He has, you know, good plays. And yes, the Bears... I've given him very little to work with. That's why he's up here. Like, he's done some impressive things. But, like, holy hell, Bears fans are acting like they're going to win the division and shit. And they act like Justin Fields is, like, this known commodity. They're, like, they'll say shit like, I can't believe the Broncos took Patrick Sertan instead of drafting Justin Fields. Really? You can't believe they took, like, a top ten corner in the league? <laughs> it's, it's so fucking annoying um but i do have him at 21 i think he's solid i mean i expect him to get better this year because i mean he actually has something around him but let's pump the brakes on the justin fields being this elite quarterback and if anybody want to talk about anyone wants to talk about you know the stefan diggs josh allen effect i think if anything that'll be trevor lawrence with calvin ridley this season well, I would have oh to my agree. god that's i would honestly have to agree cake. So okay. yeah, that's, Calvin Ridley, 21... you have to remember, is like a, probably a top twenty wide receiver in the league. <laughs> like, yeah, and you just gave him to Trevor Lawrence. Like, oh boy, uh, for and a not six a... round draft pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy what sports gambling. Uh, how much it lowers. Your Did value. you see some NFL player bet eight, or lost eight million dollars in uh, gambling on the NFL last year? Someone Jeez. quote yep. requoted the tweet and it said Deontay Johnson betting himself to get uh, any time <laughs> touchdown score. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like Zach Wilson oh. <laughs> betting on himself yeah. not to throw a pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's 40 through 21 are done. Top 20 will be uh, 20 through 11 will be next episode. And then the one after that will be our top or my top 10. And then we should be at training camp. So training, uh, yes. training camps going to be interesting this year bench cut and shit like yeah we can do some shit but yeah the, hopefully yeah. this list carries us in a little bit gives us some uh I don't well know, one of our episodes it. will be nba free agency so that is good one of I, them will know, probably be an mlb draft maybe recap i don't know oh like pray no, for the no, that gets drafted. No, pray for the poor soul oh, that gets no. drafted by our organization That'll yeah be that. one of our episodes will no. be a Bible study, so we can just send good juju to the next Royals first round draft pick. Like, please, like, dude, I'd be, I'd be happy to pick out some passages for the podcast. <laughs> We're gonna get it going. Yeah, we'd have to be okay. Have... Okay, hang on. That... I have a sideways tangent here because okay. I never got my word in on Justin Fields, and I want to say it. Oh yeah, all right. He, I do believe he can move up into a position where people believe he's a top ten quarterback this year because. Tua Tagovailoa got MVP votes this year. Like, people <laughs> voted him, like, second and third for MVP. Oh, my God. I didn't even know that. 
or or maybe not even votes, but at one point he was like the third betting favorite. Um, yeah, no, that was you know, true. Yeah, people. I saw a lot of people legitimately arguing on the internet that he's better than Patrick. Tua Collins. got um, <laughs> like it, oh, I it thought, happened. Tua, it, it, uh, he got one point. He got a one point in the one point in the MVP yeah, voting. So he got a vote. Jesus. Someone gave him a vote. Yes. Which is well, just not wild. a first place I, vote, but still. Like, I would vote for Tyreek Hill before I'd vote for him. I would have voted for Jalen Waddle before I would have voted for him. Like, I I don't understand it. Um, that is just stupid. But also, Jackson, to your point, he very well could just be shit, too. Someone like, had Tua as the fifth best player in uh, the NFL. That's what it is. He got voted fifth for MVP in someone's ballot. Yeah, okay, fifth. Still insane. Like, not even nowhere near a top 10 QB. Easy to name 10 quarterbacks better than him. Uh, yeah. Like, what the hell? Okay, Jackson, the... I do have another. Sorry, go ahead, Josh. No, I was going to say D4 of the week, but if you have something, let's. Oh, keep it okay. Going. I do have another question for you, Jackson, because I can't remember on your 31 to 40. Did you just, like, did Cooper Rush not make the list, or was he in 31 to 40? He did not make the list. Um, oh, I tried. I love Heineke. Okay, look, the Heineke slander is a little crazy. The guy, the guy almost beat Brady in the playoffs. The guy had a winning record last year. Like we, he's not great, but twelve touchdowns, six picks. Like it wasn't like he was. John, no, dude, he was terrible. Just look at the stats. He's so bad. Look at the stats. Yeah, he's he's twelve, twelve and one, sixty four percent completion rate, fifty seven hundred yards passing. 34 touchdowns, 24 INTs, and he had a passer rating, I think I saw, of 83? Okay. All 85. I'm is, the offenses that he plays for are perpetual shit. Like, perpetual. Uh, I just, he's bad. Uh, Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush definitely had better numbers, too, if we're going by it. That the way. other guy I could have put in that, you know, the more I think about it, maybe I should have was Gardner Minshew, but... Um, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Gardner Minshew is way better. Is in the top forty deservedly. I'm not gonna lose sleep over Gardner Minshew. Uh, it is what it is. You know, I, that that section okay. was. I, I genuinely had a harder time with forty through thirty than any other section. I was pretty yeah, confident in the rest one. of my list because uh, you're you're splitting hairs. You don't have like yeah. big moments to d- discriminate between them. So. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And like rookies, I'm like, I don't know. Uh, it's all projections with them. I don't really know what I'm talking about. But, yeah. you know, that that's the case for most things. Yep, yep. Uh, all right. I think Josh might have said it earlier. I think it's D4 time. It's D4 I, I you know what? great D4 of the week. Before we get into this, I – so but one of my buddies, uh, his name is Carson. You guys probably know him. Um, yes. had no, he's heard me talk about D4 all the time. But up until last night, did not actually know why I like what it meant or what it. So I, for the first time last night, showed him that clip. <laughs> like he had never seen it, didn't know anything about it. I showed oh him the deep court offsides clip, and he just he was like, "Okay." He had like no idea what the fuck was going on. <laughs> so funny. He doesn't watch football at all, and, and he he's like kind of noob to football. He just like plays fantasy. He doesn't really oh, get it. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, he that's was like still- he was like. He's like so. He's like so. What would have happened if they didn't call that? And I was just like, don't get Mahomes me started. Mahomes has a third don't, read. Don't, <laughs> don't get, get me started. What would have happened? Don't, don't get, get me started. Uh, yeah, yeah, we could. Yeah, go ahead. Do D four of the week. So whenever someone says they should have challenged that, I go, yeah, before they call the timeout, because that 
pisses me off more than D Ford. Not gonna lie, but it's all right. It's all right. All right. Who My D Ford of the week is Baby Gronk's dad. Yeah, that's what I was gonna do. Good. I have an original one. Yep, Baby Gronk's dad. Uh, that is the most cringiest shit I have seen. Oh, it's terrible. Like. I don't know if John. I don't know if you've seen the video, but I know obviously it sounds like Jackson has seen the video. Like, Are you talking about the one where he's like feeding him answers? On a yeah, podcast? he's like, no, no, no. Ask him again. Ask Baby Gronk again. Hey, Baby Gronk, are you him? Look at my Instagram. <laughs> no, oh, no, no. Tell him. Tell him. Look at my Instagram. Like, oh, it's so stupid. But no, my D four of the week is Baby Gronk's dad. Yeah. Well, I read there's an athletic article about him, and Baby Gronk's dad said that he's been planning this since before Baby Gronk was born. I also feel bad for Gronk little, being associated with him. Service. Just a little public service announcement. Like, your kids aren't a, a little project. They're not, like, a video game. I don't understand this weird inclination to, like, whatever the hell Baby Gronk is. Because, to be honest, I don't understand how he got popular. He visited in Mizzou. He yeah, visited I know like he a, did. Thomas, like, Thomas oh made God, his name tag. Thomas the made one. his name tag before oh he was tired. Well, okay, well... Yeah. Anyway, Thomas made his name tag, um, and yeah, that that's that pisses me off, quite frankly. And that leads me into my D Ford, which is Eli pissing Drinkwitz. And no, you said it, it was original. With, it has nothing to do with the stupid ass nil out of context shit that happened a couple weeks ago. It's because today, all right. Let me let me let me just say, there's not really a single thing I would have appreciated more in sports besides. Tottenham firing Antonio Conte earlier um, that I would have liked more than just Brady Cook to get a season-ending injury, okay? I would have loved it. It would have been awesome. And then today, then today, the one thing about the Royals that was fun gets a season-ending injury, and it just so happens to be the same injury that Brady Cook, a quarterback, by the way, in his throwing shoulder had, which is a torn labrum, and I don't understand how – a, a MLB player is taking a whole season off to get surgery on it, but we're having Brady Cook, quite possibly the shittiest quarterback in SEC history that hasn't played for Vanderbilt, okay, to get to play through it. It's mind-blowing. It's crazy, um, and it's frustrating. It really, like, I, I can't believe that I follow this many teams that are hella mismanaged, and then there's just the Chiefs. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> The, the Royals, Clippers, Tottenham, Mizzou, all pretty stupidly run. The Clippers, I won't get too mad at. But the other ones, what a bunch of fucking morons. It blows my mind. Oh, man. Well, yeah, that, that's a good point. I didn't even really think about that. But, yeah, all the shit to get ready. the first thing that popped in my head. When I see the word labrum, I'm like, we literally scored three points at K-State. Like... <sighs> <laughs> Three non garbage time points. Yeah, we put up we put up twenty eight against Georgia or whatever the hell. We put it, up did he get, three. What, did, did Brady Cook hurt his labrum in the K State game? In the K State game, yes. Okay, is so, what I've uh, read. And then Mizzou was just like, screw it, we're gonna throw him out there anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I I just I, it, it, it's just annoying. It's just annoying, <laughs> and I can't. Can't live with it. And the funny odds part is we, we really odds been like, are, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say we we very easily could have been seven and five, God forbid, eight and four if we just don't false start in the red zone. And um, if we don't or if we beat Georgia. And well, if the tackle block yeah, falls that's, yeah. Yards. yeah. 
Yeah, that's, that's, box that's why go I back 70 yards either. regretted it too. Uh, over under snaps for Sam uh, Horn. 19 and a half. Under. Say that again. Say that again. Over under total snaps for Sam Horn. 19 and a half. The whole season? The whole season. Oh, over. Under. I'm going I'm, under. I'm going to say meaningful snaps over under 0.5. Under. That's under. That's probably actually a good one. Meaningful snaps. Like okay. a snap you're actually okay. Brady Cook is effective. You know what sucks is if we had a competent quarterback, our wide receiver room is so nasty right now. It was last year too. We had it's Dominique Lovett. Yeah. No, it's yeah, you could, still really the good. The East was a good was a good contingency plan. It's a good. I mean, we have a yeah. I mean, Mookie Cooper's good. Uh, obviously, Burden. We, we, got, we got some guys. We got some guys, but we'll just have to wait and see. Um, my D four of the week is EA, uh, specifically regarding Madden. Uh, multiple things. Huh? I thought it was going to be the NCAA for EA. I don't know if you guys saw that, but they bought. I have seen that, but um, this is pissing me off more right now. Um, so Madden twenty four's trailer came out and everything. First uh... of all, <laughs> Josh Allen being the cover. What a joke! What a fucking joke! Um, they can't make it Mahomes it out, if you're saying it should be Mahomes. I'm saying, though, Rodgers has won the MVP four times, never been the cover. Like, uh, what okay. the fuck? Are, yeah, we were going to make Rodgers the cover after he... I'm just like, saying. It's like we put this guy... I honestly would have rather uh, have been Burrow. You Burrow still got been, Rodgers up your ass, don't you, man? Burrow <laughs> would have made more... Jalen Hurts would have made more sense. Are you a Jets fan this year, Jackson? Uh, no, no. But, like, am I going to root against them? No. Like... I don't have. It also any... doesn't have to be a quarterback. Like I think, like Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey would have been a better option. That, that would have been, been cool. That would have been good. Or like, Aaron, I mean, probably not Aaron Donald. That, but like Michael Parsons or something. Like, I don't know. Josh Allen was just like, yeah, I didn't like that. Secondly, I think they should bring it back to when you vote for the EA cover because that's how Peyton Hillis yeah. got on the cover. <laughs> uh, Cooper, yeah, but money Hills is cover. not going to let the people decide. When the people <laughs> decide, they usually fuck up. Look at the Kids' Choice Awards. <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? I don't know. No. What do you have against kids, the Kids' okay. Choice Awards? Are you guys not aware of how shit the Kids' Choice Awards are? No, like, please, kids, please enlighten us. Kids, kids are like magnetically attracted to voting for the wrong thing. Like it's just crazy. <laughs> and and guess what? If you haven't been on Twitter recently, kids doesn't just apply to people under the age of eighteen years old. Uh I mean, so, Mitchell Trubisky yeah. was named MVP in the first Nickelodeon was, game, and he lost. That was a god-level troll. Yeah, well, there, uh, man, I used to, when I was little, like, it'd be, like, video game of the year, and I'd have, like, played, like, three of the games, and then, like, fucking Just Dance 8 would win, and it'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> Kids are stupid as hell, man. Just Dance 8. Oh, man. Uh <laughs> Yeah, John. Or we need to we need to do a live stream for the next Kid Choice Awards. <laughs> we Dude, we can. A... I will. I'll I'll do like you know for the Oscars where people like do their picks. <laughs> yeah. I'll yes. Do that for the Kids Choice Awards. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Wait, are we doing like the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards awards? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What other Kids um, Choice Awards? What's like the, the MTV Choice Awards. Yeah. Okay, right. so they already they already did this year. So we'll have to. Wait oh, it's in like year. March. Well, I literally give me one category. Give me the candidates, and then let me see who I think. Here, I'll, I'll look it up. No, I have it up right now for 2023. Um, <laughs> how do we always spiral towards this? Oh shit my god, a train is blowing the whistle. 
What is um, going all right. on what, right now? What, what do you think won best movie at the kids' choice, John? What was what were the candidates? Shit. Okay, hold on. I yeah, I only can see. Here you go. Here, right I now. got you. I got you. Okay, yeah, right. go ahead. Favorite movie that or that is that what you were going for? Favorite movie? Yeah, you gotta, yeah, John, yeah. You gotta say it like you gotta be like the candidates for. Favorite what, were the, what were the are? nominees? They always talk about the favorite movie. Here are your candidates for favorite movie: Avatar, The Way of Water, Black Adam, okay. Sonic the Hedgehog Two, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Hocus okay, Pocus okay. Two. This is easy. Okay, this is very easy. All right, I easily, easily easily would have voted for fucking Sonic 2. I don't know if y'all have seen the Sonic movies. They are a solid 7 out of 10. <laughs> it's, uh, it's fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. They're quality, man. They're quality. Alright, well, John, well, John, you wouldn't have been that mad because Sonic the Hedgehog did win. Oh, what? Oh, right here. There's a yeah, Sonic, Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog did win best Fuck. movie. Fuck. So I go on a big rant about how everyone that falls in line with the kids is dumb. And I just did it. Okay, well, you know what? Maybe we should, maybe 2024, we should lower the... Yeah, uh, March, March 2024. Oh, my God. March 2024, we're going to watch the teen, uh, the Kids' Choice Awards. John, can I do another one yeah. with you, please? Yeah, do another. All right. Uh, do Best Cartoon. Okay, I was li- the best... Uh, I'm on that one. An- I'm on Best the... Cartoon right now. Animated it's movie? Where I've, seen I've seen three of those. Like so. the favorite animated movie? All right, Wait, let's see what we got. Well, I'm trying to find cartoon and I can't see. Ooh, just here we go. I have cartoon. Okay. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> actually, here we'll do. Ah, uh, no, we won't do favorite video game because that one's so bland. All right, favorite animated movie: The Bad Guys, Turning Red, Lightyear, Hotel Transylvania, Transformania. Okay, so I Minions: the Rise of the Gru. It's it's Minions: Rise <laughs> of the Gru. Okay, right here. I'll do this one. He he will know all of these. Best cartoon, we have Rugrats. Yeah, I see it. The now. Smurfs, SpongeBob SquarePants, and Teen Titans Go. <laughs> okay. What the fuck so this is primetime like Kansas a, City got This to. is going to be a, a, I guarantee you this is going to be like Aaron Rodgers winning the MVP in 2021. Um, <laughs> I am going to go with, so my personal pick would be SpongeBob, but they probably bottled it. It was SpongeBob. SpongeBob okay. won. Damn, so the kids are a little bit, the kids. <laughs> Let's go, man! Uh, America has hope, man. America has hope. I have, I have a newfound optimism for our country, man. They, if they can just, if they can just do this, if they can do this well once they turn eighteen, man. Here you we, go. We, 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 we've got a chance. Favorite male creator. This will be the last one. The nominations are Mr. Beast, Ninja. Ryan's World, Austin <laughs> Creed, Sean Does Magic, and Unspeakable. Okay, well, like also, I've, I I heard you say who? What's Ryan's World? Did you? Is that what you said? Is he the kid that reviews toys? Yeah, that's like ninety eight percent sure that's Ryan. Yeah, it's Ryan's toys reviews. Am I getting fucking old? I didn't even know half of that. Oh, I don't I know half. The only know, one I, I know. Didn't know the last three. Jackson, I knew Mister Beast Ninja, and then. Ryan's world. I I mean I remember Ryan's toy review or whatever the hell. I only it was like seen making, Mr. Beast they were and Ninja. Thousands of dollars. Yeah. No, Ryan's World before Mr. Beast came upon was the number one maker in YouTube. Number one like 
profit yeah, maker. Yeah, and it's like these parents just like totally leverage their kids. They baby, they're income. baby gonking him, but they're using him to make millions. So I, I yeah, will, but it's like it's a little more ethical because it, it all is. they're doing is just filming him playing with toys. They're giving him toys. Games. Yeah. 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 Um. All right. All right. I'm gonna go with Ninja, Mr. Beast one as the vote. Okay, so I mean, I would have probably picked Mr. Beast. I think I prefer Mr. Beast to Ninja, and I don't know the other four. Um, after Ninja had the whole like, I need to see some movement shit. It was like, okay, uh, Jackson, have you? Well. Did you see favorite male sports star? I'm looking through the. I, like, don't if you, if you yeah, haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it. If you haven't. If you haven't seen it, Jackson. If you haven't seen it, Jackson. I want you to. I don't know. All right, I want I you to vote for it. this too. All right, favorite male sports star. Sean White, Tom Brady, LeBron oh, no. James, Patrick Mahomes, Steph Curry, and Lionel Messi. Well, we all know what we would pick, but what did these fucks pick? Well, what would okay. you have picked? Because I, I think Mahomes, obviously. I thought you would have picked but... LeBron. Okay, no. I gotta say though, it would be. I know Mahomes won the Super Bowl, but it would be kind of disrespectful to Messi. I mean, he won the World Cup. Like he's been waiting to. This win is America. This is an international. I should yeah, mention. They don't give a I, I know, man. What I'm saying. He won the World Cup. They've snubbed Messi from the pro from the from the best male athlete award so many times. He needs one more in the cabinet. I'm voting for him. He won the World Cup, man. He he deserves to get another trophy. It was LeBron James. That makes sense. See, kids, I'm done. They're back to shit. That was like the second worst option. No, Sean White and Tom Brady had no business being. What is Sean but... White even doing on that list? <laughs> he was in because technically 2022 was the Winter Olympics that he was in, and I mean he he was old as shit and did okay. You guys want to know the viewership? Cool. Yeah, man. I'm the viewership was 340,000 people. <laughs> that oh, might have been the that might have been the last Kids Choice Award. Yeah, man. Like, we'll see if they bring it back. It used to be a thing, man. Oh, like, it was huge. All the kids were... Little baby yeah, performed the, the, at it. They slimed so many people, bro. Like, that... Classic. Nickelodeon is washed. I'm trying to go back to, like... Okay, we're done with this. I think this is the best episode of Primetime KC. We're going to Next year, we are live streaming. We are... I don't know if we're live streaming, but we are going to... Definitely be paying attention. Would you guys like to know how big of a drop off it's been in 13 years? I mean, drop off in viewership. In 2011, they had 7.3 million people watching it. This year, they had 340,000. Yeah, no, it was insane. Like the Karate Kid won the favorite movie against Alice in Wonderland, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Harry Potter, and the Deathly Hollows. I didn't want the kid was snubbed. Favorite there. TV that was show. I call it. Big, t- big oh, time. Over rush. Harry Potter. I never watched <laughs> Harry Potter. I would have probably voted Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yeah, you know, you're taking an L. You need to watch Harry Potter. Harry Potter <laughs> slaps. Alright. Oh man. Please I can't wait for football, man. <laughs> this is what it gets into when, when football season's See, over. See, I said, man, when Mahomes is in hibernation, like we're basically just passing And guys, time. I'm going to be honest. We can say this because when this happens, John will be of legal age. I say we'd be intoxicated while watching the Kids Choice Awards. Well, I would never watch that shit sober. Like I <laughs> let, let, let's get that out there as a as an adult, it would be embarrassing to watch that shit sober. So, yeah. Uh I will be pre-gaming that and uh <laughs> making making it a little bit better of an experience for myself. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once that day comes around, 
We can electric. Right. We can finally do an electric chair. Yeah, we've been meaning to do an electric chair. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get together and do that one. I still don't know what the, the first one would have been the Kids' but... Choice Awards. Awards. <laughs> hey, who knows? All right, well, in the podcast, a little bit of sports, a little bit of uh, pop culture today, but overall, good episode. Thanks for tuning in, and we will catch y'all later.